Welcome to the Achieve Your Goals podcast. You're listening to the podcast guaranteed to take your life to the next level faster than you ever thought possible. In each episode, you'll learn from someone who has achieved extraordinary goals that most haven't. He's the author of the number one best-selling book, The Miracle Morning, a Hall of Fame business achiever, international keynote speaker, ultra marathon runner, and the founder of Best Year Ever Coaching. Here is Hal Elrod. All right, goal achievers, you ready? You guys here? You ready? You listening? All right. Uh, hey, it's Hal Elrod, host of your favorite podcast. I don't know if that's true, but uh, one one of your host of a podcast you listen to, or you're listening to at least now. That's that's an accurate statement. Uh, but uh, this is the Achieve Your Goals podcast, where we talk to uh, individuals that have achieved pretty extraordinary goals in, in different ways and in different industries and in both personal and professional and, uh, and and bring you their stories and, and their strategies. Um, God, I got to go back and listen to that. That was the first time I've ever given like a concise introduction to the podcast that made sense. So we're going to, I'm going to script that out, I think. But uh, today's guest, I'm excited for today's guest. And actually he and I are going to be at an event here uh, in a few weeks and uh, it's Larry Hagner, and in case you don't know Larry, you know he's the father of four boys, and and I know that he always leads with that, which I love because I, I think that so often, and, and I'm I'm guilty of this, you know, it's like you get the bio, and then at the end, like, oh yeah, and by the way, uh, I have a family. When in reality, that's you know, there's nothing more important. And so, um, first and foremost, Larry is a dad, a father of four boys. He is an Amazon best-selling author of a book called, appropriately, The Dad's Edge, and he may be best known as the host of the Good Dad Project podcast, which has hundreds of thousands of downloads. Uh, it's downloaded in 130 countries, so he's impacting dads around the world. And the creation of the Good Dad Project came out of his own struggle as a father and as a husband. And it was roughly five years ago, he had really had enough and decided to stop struggling to take ownership of his life and become the man and father he always wanted to be. And uh, and now he is paying it forward. And he's you know leading by example and, and, and inspiring other dads to, to step up and, and really own that role as the most important role in their life. And he and I are actually going to be both on the program or speaking and attending uh, a, the uh, upcoming Front Row Dads Retreat. In fact, I don't know if this episode is going to air before the retreat. I hope it does. But um, go to frontrowfactor.com forward slash dads. That's frontrowfactor.com forward slash dads. And uh, it's our you know good friend, John Vroman, founder of the Front Row Foundation, who I, I believe John was inspired by Larry to, you know, to really, uh, I think that was part of the inspiration to step up and, and actually lead, uh, similar to Larry, in, in, in an area that is one of the most, if not the most important area of his life, which is being a father. So, um, so I'm, I'm inspired as a fellow dad. And if you're not a dad, don't, don't, don't click all, you know, don't, don't stop the podcast. You're still going to get a lot of value today. And you're actually going to hear about, uh, Larry's morning ritual, which got him out of a really difficult time. And, uh, there is some overlap with the miracle morning, but there's, you know, there's some things that he does that are, that are different and, uh, that'll add to your morning ritual as well as, as well as a bunch of other stuff we're going to talk about. So, uh, Larry, you, uh, you on the line, buddy? What is going on, Hal, man? It's so good to talk to you. How you doing? I'm uh, doing well, man. I'm good. staring out my backyard. I've got out of my office window. It's just beautiful, like trees and green and yeah. So I'm, and I, half the time my kids are playing in the pool. So it's a, it's a, it's a, it's a joyous space up here. Nice. Nice. It sounds good. Yeah. Yeah, man. Yeah. You have to come visit Austin, dude. You're invited. And Roman's moving out here in a couple of months. So it's, you know, I, I said, if I move, when I'm about to Austin, which has been a few months ago, I said, if I, if I like it, 
uh, you know, then anything that I believe in, I always, I, I become like an automatic salesperson for, you know, I'm like, <laughs> right. I just, people are like, are you making a commission off of people moving to Austin or are you, you know, like, right. Are you, you know, it's like, no, no, no. I just, I just, I love it. So, so yeah, Broman was the first, I was like, I'm going to recruit. And Broman was the first, uh, uh, of my good friend that, uh, that, that, that came out and visited and he was like, dude, this is great. Let's make the move. So yeah, I'm excited. Good for him, man. Get that poor guy out of the cold weather. You know? I know. I know. That's what it is. Is his his uh, his his wife Tatiana was. You know, she's like she doesn't like that the, the cold weather up in New Jersey. And uh, another one of our friends was trying to get her to move to Cleveland. I was like, dude, there's no way. You know, you're he's trying to sell her on Cleveland, and I'm like, the one reason she's moving is weather. Like, you you, you can't. You know, she's not going to move right. to somewhere equally cold, if not colder. Right. 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 So, anyway, man. Well, let's uh, let so so you're. I mean, you're doing everything you're doing is in the dad space, and I, and I want to get into that and how that became your you know your focus. But but I want to start earlier, and 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 I always you know I won't say always, but I usually start out the podcast by kind of going back and, and asking what, what was the first defining goal that you achieved in your life that gave you the the confidence or the foundation that you could achieve, you know, goals bigger and, and better and uh, and continuing through your life? Man, that is such a good question. Um, and I think my defining moment was, I mean, I kind of came from this crazy, crazy childhood. And you'll hear, hear more of my story when we're, uh, when we're at the dad retreat together. But I kind of came from this background where I, I didn't have a father figure for half of my childhood growing up. And then the other half, you know, when I did have a father figure in my life, my mom was married uh, three times. Wow. Uh, yeah. Dated a lot of just really crazy, toxic men. And so Anytime I had a, a father figure in my life, it was usually a toxic one, usually some sort of alcohol, drugs, or, or something that was going on that was toxic. And there was, and then there were times, obviously, where there was abandonment. So I didn't have a father figure in my life. And I would say I struggled. I struggled terribly as a kid. I struggled with grades. I struggled with confidence. I struggled with making friends. And I even struggled with my weight. Hmm. You know, so I was an overweight kid. And it wasn't until I was... Uh, I, I was 16. I, I'm sorry, I was 15. So I was a sophomore. And if I could just take you back to a moment, I was actually at a dance. You know, I was at a dance and I was there with just a bunch of my guy friends. And I had been eyeballing this girl, man, all night long. And I just did not have the courage to go up and ask her to dance. And this went on for like a couple hours. So finally, at the end of the night, they were playing a slow song. I go up to this girl, finally had the courage to go talk to this girl. And I said, hey, would you like to dance? And if you could just picture this, she turns around. She looks at me from top to bottom, <laughs> then from bottom to top, has this look of like disgust on her face and Ouch. says, absolutely not. And I'm like, oh my gosh, man. And then it was really at that point, I'm like, man, I'm, I'm tired. I'm tired of this. I'm tired of being overweight, tired mm. of not having confidence. And this was at what age again? I was 15. 15. I was okay. 15. Yeah. So I kind of went on this. I started like my health journey, you know, taking care of my body. And um, I, I lost weight. I lost a lot of weight. I, I lost about 50 pounds in wow. about a year and a half. Yeah. And completely transformed, you know, my body. I, I was no longer overweight. I mean, I was a chubby kid that was not good at sports, was terrible at sports, no confidence. And I really went it transformed not only my body, but my confidence and the way I looked at life and the way I looked at it to answer your question, achieving goals. I'm like, man, if I can change this part of my life, maybe I can turn my grades around. Maybe I can do this. Maybe I can. And then, you know, I graduated uh, my last two years of high school with uh, for a kid who struggled with grades uh, on the dean's list. And then I went on wow. to college and, and made great grades in college. And But that was really a defining moment for me was turning my health around. Yeah. 
Yeah, well, and I think for all of us that, that health is such a foundation for, you know, that, that when you do that, it just, it affects everything. It affects your energy level, your confidence, right? So it's like everything kind of tends to improve. So you, you picked a good one, <laughs> you know, to start right. with. Right, really cool, okay. Um, so I, I wanna hear, you know, and we haven't actually talked about this. I don't know the story, but before we started recording, we, you know, you mentioned, you're gonna hear this story at the dad's retreat about how a morning ritual completely you know, saved my life or turned my life around. I, I don't remember the exact words you used, but I thought, dude, I don't want to wait till the dad's retreat. Like, can you tell me that story in five minutes? <laughs> so, so here we are five minutes later uh, on the podcast. And uh, yeah, man, I'd love to hear uh, about the, the, you know, how your morning ritual uh, evolved and, and, and what it, what it entails and uh, yeah, the, in, anything related to that story and, and the ritual itself. Yeah, and you know, to be honest with you, I, I didn't even plan on talking about what we were talking about, but you know, I'm I'm willing and ready because when I do speaking events, I talk about it all the time. And it's actually the story I'm about to share is the the final chapter in my book, The Dad's Edge. But I really didn't have a morning routine before this whole thing unfolded and not to start your podcast off with like a huge obstacle, but it, but we'll go there because there was a it's lot good. of really a lot of really, really good things that came out of this. So um, in October of 2014, so almost you know two years ago, really, uh, my wife came to me. And at the time, I had three boys. I had an eight-year-old, a six-year-old, and a one-year-old. And my wife came to me. This was a week before Halloween. You know, she, and she's got that look. I mean, I think we all know, like, okay, <laughs> what is she going to tell me? Because she's either pregnant or I'm in trouble. One of the two, right? So, yeah, yeah. So uh, my wife comes to me. She's like, hey, she's got this smile on her face. She's like, you're not going to believe this. She goes, we're pregnant. And I'm like, oh, my gosh, man, are you serious? Like, you know, I'm sitting here like, wow, I'm, I'm, just, I'm just trying to manage three at this point. We're going to have four. Wow. So, yeah. So she told me we we're pregnant. This was a, a week before Halloween uh, in 2014. We immediately traded in our SUV and we went out and got this super cool, what every guy dreams of having, which is a minivan. So we, <laughs> Dude, I, I, we still have a minivan, man. I'm with you. It's, it's the most practical vehicle on the planet. Yeah. It, it, I, I never thought I'd use the word awesome and minivan. The same <laughs> yeah, things, dude, I'm with, it's, it's awesome. I'm with you. Yeah, they're pretty awesome. So, yeah. But yeah, so uh, when we found out we were pregnant, uh, went to our OBGYN. OBGYN said, hey, you know, your, you, you know, your wife's over 35. You know, I'm sure everything's fine. We have to do a blood panel, though, at 10 weeks just to make sure everything's healthy. But hey, guess what? You'll also get to find out what, what the sex is. If it's, it's going to be your fourth boy, God forbid, or if it's going to be the girl that she's always wanted. And so we got this blood work done. And so now we go from a week before Halloween uh, to the day before Thanksgiving and we get a phone call. We get a phone call from the OBGYN and it's not the nurse, it's the doctor. That's never a good thing when the, when the doctor calls. Sure. And she tells my wife, hey, put me on speakerphone. I need to speak to you and your husband. And so, of course, we're like, this, is, this can't be good news. So she says, look, I don't know how to tell you this. I've been practicing, you know, uh, for over 20 years, and I've only seen this one other time, but uh, I have two two uh, pieces of news for you. Number one, you're having a boy. Uh, number two, your baby has tested positive for trisomy 13. And I got to be honest with you, uh, I had no idea what trisomy 13 really it, it was. Sure. Um, but I can tell you, I won't go into a whole lot of detail. Trisomy 13 is a fatal abnormality mm-hmm. that... Uh, there's only one documented case of a child living past seven days after birth. It affects all major wow. organs of the body. Yeah. It's just, it's a death sentence is wow. really what it is. Yeah. And we found this out right before Thanksgiving and literally our whole world just changed in that one day. Yeah. And 
immediately you start asking yourself really poor questions like, what did we do to deserve this? Why us? We're, we're good people. You know, we try to raise our kids. We believe in God, on and on and on. Um, so we didn't tell anybody that Thanksgiving. We were around our whole, whole family. We just were deep in denial. And I have to tell you that uh, our OBGYN said, get, get through Thanksgiving, come back, come, come to my office next week. We'll talk options. So we sat down in her office that next Monday. She said, look, I don't know how to tell you this, but you have three options here. Number one, you, you terminate. Uh, number two, miscarriage. You only have a 30% chance of this child miscarrying. You have a 70% chance of this child going full term. Uh, and number three, you go full term and you allow the child, you, you allow him to die on his own. And we're like, this is just, there's not one of those three good, things yeah. sound great. So she said, look, you know, if I could tell you anything, um, it's really, most people decide to go with number one and whatever your religious beliefs and all that, but you know, just to forego any serious trauma that you're going to experience, there's not one good option here. It's which one can you live with? Yeah. So, you know, I, it was that day that, you know, I, I've, I've, I've read your book before and I, I knew about the morning rituals and whatnot, but I literally was like, I have to do something every day to get my mind right. I have to. Otherwise, I am just going to sink, and so is my wife, lower and lower into this mindset of, of utter self-defeat, which is it's the first thing when you're, when you're told news like that and your wife is pregnant with a child that has a death sentence, it's the first thing that you think about when you wake up. It's mm. every minute in between, and it's literally the last thing you think about when you go to bed, and there's so much stress, and there's, there's so, so much of a defeated mindset, and it's it's horrible. It's hell. I won't, I'm not going to lie. Sure. And so, I, you know, you, you immediately start thinking of the worst case scenarios. You know, I'm, I'm having visions of, of my baby boy who's hooked up to wires in the hospital and my two older ones are seeing him pass away. And I'm like, of course, we can't go through this. We can't go through this. You know, it's just, so I immediately started a ritual. That ritual was, I got up 30 minutes uh, early before my house and I started a, a journal and I started doing three different things in that journal. And I literally still have written down um, every day uh, throughout this whole experience that I wrote. Um, I forced myself to sit down in silence every morning and write down three things that I was grateful for. Yeah. Because in the midst of mass chaos, you have to, okay, what, what's good here? There's got to be something good. And so I would write down three things that I was grateful for. I would also spend time with my affirmation of the day. You know, because as soon as I would start to get these, these horrible thoughts or this defeat of mindset or asking myself really poor questions like, why me? Um, I would immediately stick in that affirmation of the day, which a lot of times my affirmation was, through God, I have unlimited strength. Or maybe it was, I got this. You hmm. know, just something simple that would cue me to, to get my mind in a, in a different state. Mm -hmm. um, and then the last thing was, what is my mission of the day? What is the one thing I'm going to do today, come hell or high water, I'm going to do? And it be, that, that ritual was literally like my foundation through, through six weeks of just mad chaos. Um, so I'll, I'll kind of go on with the story of um, we decided in the end um, through a lot of back and forth to go full term with this child. And it was the scariest decision ever, but it felt very, very right for several reasons. You'll hear more detail at the retreat of why. Um, but doing that ritual literally got me through 
the most horrible time in my entire life all the way up until the point where my wife on December 28th, 2014, um, my, my son at the time was 20 weeks old. Um, and my wife ended up going into labor in our, in our bathroom and she ended up having him and he passed away and we were there with paramedics and it was, it was crazy. The most emotional, the most emotionally crazed and charged experience of my life. I mean, the dad's edge is actually dedicated to my son, Gabriel. We, we ended up naming him Gabriel, but it was taking that time in the morning to get my mind in the state of gratitude and to take the time to give, give myself the affirmation of the day that was going to kick my mentality back into some sort of positivity. And finally, what was my mission of the day? A lot of times my mission of the day was I need to give unlimited to support, support to my wife you know, that is what she needs. Like it has to be through words of affirmation. It has to be through, you know, physical affection because my, my wife just had this look of desperation on her face for the six weeks that we dealt with this. And I had to remind myself every single morning today, my job, my job is to be her rock. No matter how much agony I'm going through myself, I have to do that. And when I took time to write that every morning, man, it just became like, this is my, this is my charge for the day. This is what I'm doing. And so if I can intertwine what you do, Hal, which is phenomenal by the way, and how it impacted me and maybe the worst time in my life, it was really that. I mean, it just helped incredibly, it just so much. Wow. Um, yeah, I, 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 so profound. And, um, and, and what, what a, what a, you know, what a, what a challenging, tragic story. And I know that you've, you've turned that tragedy into a triumph for, you know, for you and, and for your family and, and then now just for so many other people. So I do, I do honor you for that, Larry. It's really, it's really fantastic. Thank you. Um, uh, so thank you for sharing that, by the way, I really appreciate that. Um, the, uh, so let's, let's transition into the, how the good dad project evolved. And it was, you know, you'd said five years ago. So it sounds like it was before this tragedy that, uh, that your journey, you know, into, into the work you do now started. But so I talk about, tell us that, how, how did that journey, uh, when, how did it begin and, and where is it now? You know, what's the journey to now? Oh yeah, man. I appreciate that. Hal. Um, I got to tell you, so I've been a dad for, for 10 years and I, so I have a 10 year old now. I have an eight year old, I have a two year old and, and we actually, we have another one. We, we now have, uh, my, my youngest Colton is our, is our caboose. He's six months old. Wow. And Congratulations, yes, man. Thank you. Thank yeah. you. So he, uh, but, but you know what, um, for the first five years of, of my fatherhood journey, um, I, I wasn't good at it. And to be honest, I was pretty horrible at it. Now, when I say that, I don't mean I was abusive or I told my kids I didn't love them or I hit people or anything like that. But I just kind of did it at a, at a at an arm's length. You know, I just kind of was like I was kind of half in, half out. I think a lot of that had to do with um, my own childhood. And I'm not saying, oh, well, I'm doing this because you know because of blame. It was because I didn't know any better, to be honest with you. And, you know, when you grew up like I did, where, you know, half of my childhood was spent without a dad, the other half was spent in a chaotic environment with a toxic father. I knew, I knew, and by the way, I'm grateful for that upbringing. I am so grateful for that upbringing because it gave me a really good example of what not to do. But the gap, the gap really was, okay, I know all these things of what not to do, but what are the things that I should be doing? Because that's what I'm missing. So I was kind of like in limbo. Mm -hmm. And 
I finally just, again, you know, kind of, kind of like when I was that 15 year old overweight kid and, you know, the girl at the dance looks at you and, and that's like a defining moment, you know, where she's disgusted by you and it's, you, you just reach that point where you're like, it's time for a change. Yeah. I, I reached a point five years ago where I, I started to really lose my marriage because I wasn't being the husband that I needed to be. I was, I was, I wasn't connecting with my kids the way I wanted to because I wasn't being the dad that I should have been. And it really all had to do with me all had to do with my mindset around it. So what I did was, is I was like, you know what? I'm just going to, I give up. I, I surrender. I am now going to put my ego aside. I don't know everything that I'm supposed to know. And I'm just going to become a student of this. I'm going to dive myself as much as I can into self-development. I'm going to invest in myself. That way I can show up maybe better for the people around me. And maybe I can enjoy this more. So the good dad project, believe it or not, was me. I was the project. It's still hmm. me. I mean, you know, it's it, sure, I was sure. the project. And um, you know, basically where it's at now, I mean, we've got a you know huge podcast, you know, the the book obviously does well. I do speak, you know, but it really came out of a man who is struggling, struggling so, so bad. And I'm happy to say now, I mean, I still learn, man, every day. I'm I'm no expert at this whatsoever. But what I'm doing is is I'm just publicly learning, and that's really what our podcast is. And I mean, you've been on our podcast as well, um, you know, just publicly learning and just sharing what we're learning along the way. Yeah, I, I love that. And I think it is, it's so important because, I mean, not just because being a dad is important, but because there's, there's not a training manual, <laughs> you know, not uh, typically. I mean, it is, I, I, like I've said for the longest time that you should have to get licensed to have kids. Like what, how is it, uh, you know, I mean, I get it. It's natural. We can't really monitor that. It's, there's more of a whatever, but it's like you're, you're, you're being responsible for a, a, you know, raising a human being and that human being is going to be as, you know, mentally, emotionally, and physically healthy as you, uh, you know, help shape them to be, or as mentally, physically, and emotionally messed up as you shape them to be, right? Like, you know, so is that, is that, have you, have you figured out how we can like license, create a license where you actually have to be certified to be a, a, a dad or a mom, a parent? Is that, is that something we can figure out? Oh, dude, I know you can't see me right now, but I'm literally <laughs> like smiling from ear to ear because have you ever seen the movie Parenthood? A long time ago, but yeah. Oh my God. Yeah. There's a part where Keanu Reeves, like shout out to Keanu Reeves who, you know, played that, he was in that movie. He was like, he's like, dude, he's like, you know, you need you need a license to drive a car and you need a license to catch a fish, uh, but, but don't let any jackass be a dad. You know what I mean? How it's, funny. I didn't know, he I know. Said that, that maybe that's where that, that was planted in my subconscious. Cause yeah, that's funny. Yeah. Yeah. And no, it's, um, but yeah, they'll, you know, anybody can be a father, but yeah, you're right. I mean, there's, there's no manual for it. There's no how to for it. And here's the other thing too, that works against we as we as men is we don't talk about it. Yeah. You know, we, we want to, you know, if someone asks us how we're doing, oh, I'm fine, man. I'm great. You know, I got everything under control. It's good. Life is good. We're fine. We're good. You know, and inside, you know, there's a quote I heard a long time ago is most men will live a life of quiet desperation, mm -hmm. you know, and that's absolutely true. And it's, it's true for fathers as well. So, you know, I, I like to think what the good dad project is with the dad's edges is it's a, it's a very humble platform. I mean, I'll, dude, I'll be the first to tell you that I'm still you know, learning every day. No, and I'll be the first to share like my big mistakes. I mean, I had a podcast that came out, um, a five minute podcast came out last week about, uh, intentions aren't enough. And I shared a story that was humbling about how I didn't show up very well for my 10 year old. And what I've noticed is, is the more real and raw you are with the stories that you share and what you're learning along the way, man, that, that is what really impacts the lives of guys. No one wants to hear 
anyone speak from a pedestal. They want to know you're in the trenches with them, you know, and, and learning these things along the way too. Yeah. Yeah. That's the approach that I've always taken is not the, you know, I'm the guru here I go, but it's like, Hey, I'm, I'm, I'm just as, you know, uh, I'm for, uh, I'll just say messed. You know, I'm just messed up. We're all, we're all, we all got our issues, right? Like, you know, so let's, let's just be real. And, uh, the, by the way, I have to say, I love that you quoted Keanu Reeves, one of the greatest actors uh, of our time, <laughs> uh, which most people don't don't think that. But I, dude, I love I love Keanu. There's something about him. Maybe it's his realness, but I did. I actually I really like him as an actor. I think he's great. Yeah, you know, um, he doesn't impress maybe with like uh, you know the the best of the best, or depending on the criteria you're judging uh, what makes a good actor. But dude, I just yeah, I like Keanu. Um, Cool. So, so here's what I'd love. I'd love to, uh, to, 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 to die. And I know we haven't really, we didn't plan exactly how this was going to go. In fact, I, I told you, I always tell my guests, I'm like, Hey, did you get the PDF with the show flow and the questions? And <laughs> yeah. they're like, yeah, I'm like, yeah, we're, we're probably not going to follow that. So just, just so you know, <laughs> all the prep you've been doing that got you in the right mindset. But, uh, we may go a different direction. So dude, I really want to hear, um, for me and for the listeners. And, and I think that, uh, for anybody listening, so the question I'm going to ask you is, what are, you, what are the best strategies that you've learned on being the best dad possible? And for anyone listening, I really want you to take, I think it was T. Harv Eker uh, that, that I first heard say this, learn something from everything. Yes. You know, and, I, and I, this comes up in business all the time, which is like, you know, don't just learn from people in your industry. Learn from people in other industries. And see, in fact, I was just last week, we had, so uh, my business partner and I, John, John Berghoff, we host a mastermind called Quantum Leap Mastermind, QLM. And we had Jeff Hoffman, who is one of the founders of Priceline, you know, fastest company to a billion dollars, fastest to $10 billion. And uh, we had we had him for our members for 90 minutes. And um, this is actually what he talked about, which is learning from other industries. He goes, you know, we looked at what other industries were doing. And then we go, how could we apply that? And I think the story he uses, the example was the first ever drive through window was not at a at a fast food restaurant it was actually uh, a guy who i think it was one of the like guys that was in the beginning of mcdonald's um he saw a bank they were doing construction on this bank in town and they were putting a window in and he's like what are you guys doing and he said we're uh, oh they go we're, we're putting in a window and we're going to make it so our customers can drive up and they can you know drop off their checks and do their transactions or whatever and he was like that's freaking brilliant. And then he went back to the other, you know, the Ray Kroc or whoever else it was that he was working with. He was like, dude, let's, why don't we do this for food? You know? <laughs> so I just right. wanted to, you know, I, I, that was a, a long uh, context creating there. But but I think that for, for anyone listening, and if you're not a dad, uh, really listen to what Larry shares here. I also am stalling, giving him time to prep this. But, uh, but no, but, uh, but listen and, and think, you know, how can I apply this to my life as a mom or as a leader or, uh, you know, as a parent, as a salesperson, as an entrepreneur, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. So uh, with all of that said, uh, Larry, take it away, man. What, 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 do, what do I need to do? And everybody listening to be the best uh, uh, as, a, as a father, as a mother, as a parent, as a, as a leader? Uh, what have you learned? No, man, and I appreciate you asking that. And, you know, if you really look at our content, um, we actually have a lot of women um, that, that do listen to our podcast. Uh, and we have, we, even in our mastermind groups, I mean, we have, we have five active groups of 10 men. And we, in, in each one of those groups, we have at least one who isn't a dad. We even have a couple guys who are single. I mean, so really the strategies, you know, it's more self-development. Mm. It's more being the best you, right? Yeah. And so, and you ask, how do we do that? Right. Yep. Um, and I know this, I'm going to raise some eyebrows when, when I, when I say this, but be a little selfish. Ah, and, what, okay. 
what I mean by that is most of us, whether we're, whether we're moms, whether we're dads or whatever, we feel that we have to sacrifice everything about ourselves to take care of others. So we have to sacrifice our health. We have to sacrifice our wealth. We have to sacrifice everything to be our best for others. And, and that's, that's a lie. That's, mm. that's a total lie. You have to take time to take care of yourself so that you can selflessly serve others in a more profound way. You know, and I mean, I think it was, um, oh gosh, I mean, I, uh, uh, the, the gentleman who owns Virgin, is it Richard Branson? Richard Branson, yeah. Yeah. You know, he, someone asked him, you know, what, what's your, what's your claim to success? You know, what's your advice? And he said, work out. Yeah. Was, yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Which is basically take care, take time to take care of yourself. I mean, every time I'm on a plane, you know, you always get the, uh, make sure you put your oxygen mask on first before you assist a child. Sure. And that, that's true in life. That's true with being a father. It's true with being a mom. That's true with being a single woman, single man. That's true for anybody. If you're not taking that time to equip yourself with investing in your, your own self-development, taking care of your body, taking care of your mind, learning how to manage your emotions, you're going to be a mess. You're going to be a mess and you're not going to do you're not going to serve others in a more profound way, which will then lead to an unfulfilled life. So it's, it's really taking care of yourself. And another thing too is learn something new every day. And, but, but a lot of times, man, our egos will get in the way of that. No, I, I got this. I don't need to learn anything more. I'm good. But be open to be a student and learn something new every day. Yeah. Yeah. And that's, you know, that's where, uh, not to keep going back to Jeff Hoffman, who is very wise, <laughs> by the way, but right. But he talked about that and he just talked about how inspiration comes from stimulation. Mm-hmm. Um, he actually didn't say it that way, but that I'm going to coin that cause that was actually, that, that rhymes the alliteration on that is good. Um, but inspiration <laughs> comes. So, so it, I'm paraphrasing what he said, but he essentially said, right. That it's like when you're reading and you're learning, you know, then you go, Ooh, like it just sparks ideas, right? Like right. that's where it comes from. So you're like reading about, you know, you'd be reading about whatever. And then all of a sudden you go, wait a minute. Uh, it, it just simply gets your brain and your neurons firing, right. So that you, you have those great ideas. So I, I love that. Learn something, learning something new every day. Um, cool. All right. So being a little selfish is, is the first strategy. Uh, what else? I think, uh, you know, obviously taking care of yourself, but, um, I see this all the time. Um, how to create what, what we like to call an unbeatable mentality and, and how do you do that? And it really comes down to kind of what I, what I alluded to, and you'll hear more about it in, in the speaking event that I'll do at the dad's retreat, but it's, um, the quality of our life really, really comes from, the quality of our questions. And I'm sure you've heard that too. Sure. And most, most of us to the, to the undisciplined, untrained mind is we, I, I don't, I never like to call it our fault, but it's our default that when life throws us a curveball, we immediately get charged up with emotion, right? We get charged up with either fear or anger, or resentment, hatred, whatever that is. And then we immediately start going to questions of, why am I not, why, why can't I figure this out? Or why, why am I not good enough? Or why me, you know? And, and we immediately start going down this, this horrible rabbit hole of, of a self-defeated mindset. Because here's the thing, if we're asking ourselves very poor questions, our minds don't care if a question we're asking ourselves is a good one or a bad one. It's going to give you an answer. That's the, wi- that's the wiring. So like, for instance, when I, when I was going through 
what I, the story I told you about in the beginning of this, which when I was asking myself poor questions like, you know, why me? Why'd this have to happen to us? You know, your mind is searching for answers. Well, you want to know why? This is why, you know, and it'll give you really poor, poor answers. But if you, if you can interdict that thought process with what you, what you always talk about in your books, you know, one of the, one of the missing pieces is an affirmation. Stop that thought process with an affirmation. That affirmation is a cue to ask yourself, a more empowering question. Like, so when life throws you a curveball, instead of going, going to that weak-minded, defeating question, you go to, what do I need to do right now to achieve victory? And wh- whatever that, you know, so another example that I'll share with you is for parents. You know, we get so frustrated when our kids don't listen to us. Like, why can't I get this kid to listen to me? You know, when you're asking yourself questions like that, your mind will start literally playing tricks on you and say, you want to know why your kid won't listen to you? It's because they don't respect you. You know, you're obviously not a good parent because they're not listening to you. But when you ask yourself a question like, what are the words that I need to use here that are most effective that is going to help my child understand what I'm trying to say? Yeah, I love it's, that. It, it's like the same question in a way, but you are going to get a very, very different empowering answer. So that's, that's another one is ask yourself empowering questions when life throws you a curveball. I love that. I love that. It, 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 and, it, and no wonder you and John Broman get along so well, because <laughs> Broman <laughs> is like the question king, you know. Um, but uh, but it, but it is so true. It's 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 the the question that you cause the question that you ask is where right that 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 points you in the direction that you're going to go. Period. Right. 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 You ask a bad question, it's going to point you into a bad direction with give you a bad answer, and you know, yeah. So. Um, really good. So, uh, develop an unbeatable mentality, and and for you, it's that it's that choosing questions uh, that, um, that 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 take you in a positive direction. Is that kind of how you'd frame it? That's exactly. And it, man, it takes so much practice because again, our default is to because our, our 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 minds are wired up to sense fear and danger and threats, right? So it's really our default that wants us to be on the lookout for anything bad that's going to happen, which leads to these you know these weak-minded questions. But if we can take that productive pause, take something from the miracle morning, which is what are, what are some affirmations that I can use to interdict that thought process and ask our, ask myself a better question. It becomes more of a habit. The more you do it, the more it becomes a habit, the more it becomes a discipline. Love it. What, what is your third, uh, I don't know if I, if I asked for three, but let's, let's round it out at three. What's your third strategy? Uh, the third is, I mean, out of all the amazing podcast guests that we've had on, I mean, you included, I mean, we, we've had professional UFC fighters, Navy SEALs, um, you know, I, all kinds of just amazing, amazing people on our podcast. And there's one, there's one core thing that everyone, everyone goes to, cause we always ask a question at the end, which is what's one parting piece of wisdom that you can share about being a good dad. Most men, and this is the overwhelming thing that we've, we've really learned as parents as well, is lead from the front. Lead by example. Mm. We, we, can, we can talk lessons and, and tell our kids to do certain things, but how are they really going to learn? They're going to learn by us taking action and showing them and, and leading by example and leading from the front. And um, so that's definitely the third one is lead by example and lead from the front. I love it. Live the lessons that you want your kids to learn. 
Exactly. And again, if you look at all of these, um, uh, the, the three strategies that you shared, they, they do apply to leadership. They apply to relationships, you know, with your significant other being, you know, first taking care of yourself, developing yourself so that you can selflessly serve others. That was number one. Number two, developing an unbeatable mentality, asking quality questions. And like you said, if it's in a relationship, like, you know, why is she this? Why does she have a bad attitude? Why is, or why is he this or that? Right. Um, you're going to get those answers that are going to affirm that, you know, the negative feelings towards your partner. Exactly. And then last but not least, leading by example. And that's something that, you know, for me, I, I'll, I'll use just a quick example. I, uh, you know, I used to be really hardcore, like I was vegan for a long time and now I'm a little more balanced. But um, I was really, I, when I first started dating my, now my wife, I was like, I, you know, after we got comfortable, I was like, all right, so hey, why, why don't you eat more like me kind of thing <laughs> let's let's get you you know why are you eating that that's terrible and i just you know made her feel bad about her diet and i just i would always tell her she needed to change it and and it you know all it did was create resentment and drive her you know further away from from what i thought would be good and and then when i stopped that and i just continued eating healthy and having energy and feeling good and i stopped telling her what to do Eventually, she would go. What? So, what is that thing that you make again with the avocado and the apple? Like, what? You nice. know, right? You know, and then, right. and then, and it totally it changed, right? But it wasn't from pushing or or commanding or you know. And I think that as a, as a dad, uh, it's so true. You tell your kids to do something, and then as soon as you're not looking, right? The more you try to push it on them, as soon as you're not looking, the more they rebel and they want to do what you told them not to do. Exactly, and it's it's almost like you you're pushing rather than pulling. Yeah, and pe- yeah. Pe- people respond more to the pull than the push, right? Sure, absolutely. Yeah, yeah, the, yeah. Or even a even yeah, pulling or extending your hand, sort of thing, right? Exactly. So cool, man. Well, let's uh, let's wrap this bad boy up. I, I really a uh, ton of value today. Thank you so much. What what is the best? You know, you've got the Dad's Edge book. You got the Dad uh, Good Dad Project, the podcast. You've got the Dad Edge Mastermind Group. What what's the best way to connect with you for any or all of those? You know, the, the best way, I mean, you can, I mean, I'm, you know, I'm kind of, uh, I'm kind of crazy with my email. I usually respond to every single email, which is you can always contact me at Larry at gooddadproject.com. But, uh, also yeah, gooddadproject.com is where you can find everything. Uh, we, we do have, um, much like the miracle morning, uh, private Facebook group. We have, uh, uh, a dad edge, uh, Facebook group. And if you want, I can give you the link for, if you, if you guys want in that we have, amazing conversations within that group. It's, it's a closed group. I actually, how I think you're a part of that. I know John is, um, but it's, it's an amazing group of right, right now we're, we're knocking on the door of 3000 men. We, we grow by, uh, almost a hundred every single week. And, uh, it's just the conversations there. If you want some engagement, if you want to just, uh, join that conversation, I mean, literally there are probably about 25 to 50 posts a day of men, asking questions, looking for insights, sharing, wow. sharing inspiration. It's just, it's awesome. But yeah, the, the dad edge private Facebook group is, is just a really cool way to get connected. That's great. And, that, and, and, it, and it, it's almost a, like, like a safe way, if you will, right? Like meaning you said dad, guys don't talk about this stuff typically, you know, when you're talking to your buddies, you're talking sports, right? Not, Hey, right. so, uh, what did you learn this week as a dad? It's like, you know, what did you see the game last night? What are you talking about? Right. So, <laughs> right, right. Um, so this is cool. That's great. It's like, you can, you can really tap into that, you know, that specific result. You want to be a better dad. Here's a group of guys that, uh, that are all like-minded with the same, the same, uh, intention and, and same commitment. So Larry, man, thank you for doing the work that you do. It, it is so important. And as a father, I really appreciate you, man. Man, me too. And hey, this I know it's a long time coming. I, I love your book. I think I told you um, 
I just bought the Miracle Morning for writers. And uh, yeah. so I got to tell you, I mean, I, yes, I've written a book, but that book, man, I mean, your books are awesome. That book for me as a writer was was phenomenal. Um, it really got me in the groove. I'm happy to say that uh, I'm three days into, I've done all my outlines. I'm three days into my project and I've hit my word count of a thousand words every day for nice, three days. So dude. dude, and now it's like this book, my next book that I'm working on, it's going to be called Empower Your Life Through Grit and Gratitude is, um, I mean, it seemed like such a huge audacious project once again. But when I heard all the strategies in that book, I was like, man, I can do that. I can yeah. do that. And I've been yeah. doing it and it's, man, it's been awesome. That is so great. I, I didn't, I didn't know that, man. That is so, so great to hear. And, and I'll tell you, I mean, I, I take uh, a little bit of the credit, but it mostly goes, I just, you know, the whole, my whole strategy with this book series is to partner with co-authors that are better than me. <laughs> smarter than me, right? That have more knowledge or experience in the, you know, in whatever the niche is, such as writing. So, I mean, our co-author, Steve Scott, he's written, I think, 40 books and one of the most successful self-published authors of all time. Um, you know, so yeah, yeah, man. But, uh, but I, I'm, I'm, yeah, thanks for the feedback. I, I'm just, I'm glad to hear that and I'll pass it on to Steve. Awesome, man. Thank you. Cool, cool. Uh, all right. Well, Achieve Your Goals podcast listeners, thank you so much for tuning in to my interview with uh, Larry Hagner the author of The Dad's Edge, founder of Dad Edge Mastermind Group and The Good Dad Project podcast. Check him out at gooddadproject.com. Right, Larry? Did I get that right? Yes, sir. Awesome. And uh, thank you for tuning in. I, I love and appreciate you and, and your time. And uh, as always, thanks for, for checking out and uh, learning from the Achieve Your Goals podcast. And I will talk to you next week. Take care, everybody. And thank you so much for tuning into this episode of the podcast. You can find links to all the resources mentioned in this episode, as well as all the past podcast episodes over at halera.com slash podcast. Also, if you haven't done so yet, please go subscribe to the podcast on iTunes by going to halera.com slash iTunes, clicking the little subscribe button. And then if you would, please leave a rating and review because rating and reviews truly are the best way for more people to find out about the podcast and decide if this is the one for them. Well, all right, until next week, it's time for you to go out there, take action, and achieve your goals. to grow your business using podcasting but don't have the time to edit the audio insert the intro and outro write up the show notes post the episode to all the different sites and do all of the ridiculous back-end work that's required then you need yourpodcastguru.com where you bring the content and we take care of the rest we'll even co-host the show for you visit yourpodcastguru.com right now to explode your audience and crush it in the podcasting world